Nurse.com is proud to be a sponsor of the Ask Nurse Alice podcast. As the premier destination for nursing knowledge and resources, Nurse.com supports your passion for healthcare with an unrivaled collection of tools, articles, and courses tailored for the nursing community. Get your daily dose of things you need to know for your nursing journey. Discover the world of nursing like never before with Nurse.com. Empower your practice, advance your career, and enrich your knowledge. Nurse.com. It's your nurse life all in one place. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Ask Nurse Alice. I'm your host, Nurse Alice, and of course we're going to have a fabulous show. Um, I am here to help you. We are here to talk about all things health, wellness, love, lifestyle, and everything else you want to talk about under the sun and spill some tea um, and with no copay. So don't you like that? So um, first thing before we get started, I always like to tell people, welcome to the show. Um, You're going to enjoy this episode. Make sure you set yourself up so you never miss an episode. Go to youtube.com forward slash Ask Nurse Alice. Make sure to subscribe. And while you're there, you know, like some things. I'd appreciate that. And as well, you can catch us on all your favorite podcasts, uh, channels, uh, Google's, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, um, you name it, we are there. And um, shout out to Inclusive Media. They are the machine behind this productions. So we can get all of this information out to you guys because I know you guys need it. And um, I love talking to y'all, of course. Um, and shout out to Theo and um, Alex who are in the room with me. By the way, just so you all know, yes, I'm in studio. I don't have a mask on. However, my team um, they all have masks on. They're more than six feet away. We have hand sanitizers, soap and water in the other room, all those good things. So, and they disinfected all of this, all, all this good stuff here uh, before we got started. So just so you know, uh, for those of you who are watching, you're like, what, what is Nurse Alice doing without a mask? Um, but that's, you know, just wanted to set you guys up uh, to let you guys know. And um, I just want to go ahead and jump into the conversation. Um, it's going to be a good good conversation because I know I need this information and I'm here to help you. And on certain topics, I need to bring in my super friends, guys. I need to bring in my super friends, health experts, celebrities, people that you know, love and trust so we can get the good stuff going. And so uh, today, uh, what I wanted to talk about was, well, actually, let me set up the scenario. Have you ever, uh, you know, in all your busyness, right? You got work, kids, school, um, your side hustle, double side hustle, all of these things going on. We got COVID we're dealing with. Things are changing. And um, just when you thought that you didn't have enough time in your day, there's not enough, you know, energy, you don't get enough sleep, all these things, you're stretched super duper duper thin. Um, and then someone comes up to you and they say, hey, Nurse Alice, you know, you did a great job on X, Y, and Z. Could you help us do this? And before you know it, before you know it, what comes out of your mouth is a, oh, sure, of course I will. And then like literally a couple seconds later, you're like, what am I thinking? As if I really have the time. Why did I say that? So guys, the question I want to ask you guys today is, why do we say yes when we really mean no? Now, I know some of you guys are thinking like, ooh, this is going to be juicy. Well, it is. And you know what? I have one of my amazing, amazing super friends who's joining us today. And look here, that bio is long, y'all. So I have to pull this one up. So give me a second. I got to get it all right. So um, we are bringing, I am bringing someone to you. She is one of the nation's most acclaimed ADHD experts, double board board certified 
child, adolescent, and adult psychiatrist, Dr. Dawn Camila Brown, aka Dr. Brown Psych MD. She's an internationally recognized two-time number one bestseller, podcaster, keynote speaker. She's on media. You've seen and heard her everywhere. Um, she's also a mental wellness strategist and an acute crisis psychiatrist for professional athletes. Mm, Dr. Dawn's going to fix them before they get to you. Um, <laughs> so please welcome one of my super friends, Dr. Dawn, to the show. Hi, Dr. Dawn. Hi, Nurse Alice. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here, and I am so grateful. So thank you so much. <laughs> listen here. Listen here. Y'all, Dr. Dawn is the bomb.com, okay? okay? And so, um, man, let me just jump into it, Dr. Dawn, because I know a lot of people are like, why did he say yes when, you know, when he, he really meant no and vice versa and all of these things. So Dr. Don, let's go, just go ahead and break it down to me. Yes. Why? Why? And we know better afterwards. We're like, how do I get out of this? What did I do? Man, um, yes. explain to us why, <laughs> listen, listen in y'all, y'all lean in. So Dr. Don, why do we do it? Well, it feels good, right? It's gratifying to us when we feel appreciated, we're needed, we live in a yes world. Um, when you're taught when you're young, you taught no is a bad word, right? And so it doesn't feel good when you're denied, delayed, and you're being told no. So it really comes from when we're younger. And actually, I would like to say when we're born. And if I can break it down, Nurse Alice, because I like mm -hmm. to include- Break it down. <laughs> mm -hmm. Being All a psychiatrist, I love psychology. It's, it's something that, of course, I do every single day. And when I look at myself internally, I used to be, I'm a reformed yes woman. How about that? Reformed. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I need to get more reformed too. And you can, and it's easier than people think. So when we look at development, we look at systems and Sigmund Freud, this was one of his amazing discoveries. You've heard of the id, the ego, the superego. Mm -hmm. So let, let's talk a little bit about those, those systems. There's not a particular place in the brain where the ego, the superego, the id lives, but there's systems and they develop over time. So you're born with an id. It is our instinct. It's the most primitive form of thinking. Okay. It doesn't have a moral. It doesn't have a realistic value. It doesn't even care. It's not even interacting with the external world. It's our drive. It's what motivates us. It's our desires, our fantasy. Okay. 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 I got that like id. Yeah. Okay. 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 So there's it. And then you said there's ego and super ego. So what about those? Yes. So the ego, the ego is what's realistic. The ego has an actual connection with the id and the id does not materialize. It doesn't mature, but the ego does. So the ego is a part of the id that has a distinct re relationship with the external world. So it actually looks at what's our, re our truth our reality. Okay. 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 And then you have that super ego. Hmm. The super, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's not like Beyonce's, you got a big ego. It's not that. It's, it's different. Okay. I just want to point that out because I think she was really talking about the id when she meant that. But okay. the super ego basically is our moral sense, what we ought to be doing. It has a conscious and it also has like a self image. All right. It. So it's what we ought to be doing. And it actually causes the guilt and the shame 
when we're not, when our id overpowers our ego, our instincts, our basic needs and desires, regardless of how it's projected, how we want it, it actually compromises our ego, which is our reality. And that's where the guilt and the shame come about. The super mm. ego creates those feelings that we have that are very uneasy and uncomfortable to experience. Okay, well, Dr. Downs, so uh, thank you for that. I mean, that really yes. laid it out, guys. She took us back to school. I know y'all. we all learned this in class, um, but it's good in our adult life to kind of hear these things um, and actually be able to apply them. So we're going to get into some examples and things, but I just wanted to ask real quick. Okay, so our ego is our, or excuse me, our id is our instinct. Mm-hmm. Ego is our uh, realistic. Mm-hmm. And then our super ego is responsible for guilt and shame. The morality of it. Okay, yes. the morality. Because I was going to say, mm-hmm. um, there's people out there who do things, commit to things. They don't feel no shame in their game. Yeah. Like, they're just like, well, whatever. And I almost want to say, guys have an easier time with this. So, uh, so kind of bring it back to the boundaries and why we say yes when we really mean no. Is there a difference between men and women uh, when this happens? There is a couple of things and you said it in your question. One is boundaries. You know, as women, we are women, we're the mothers of the earth, right? We, mm-hmm. we actually are responsible for procreation. Of course, we need help, <laughs> right? But we automatically become the provider. We have mm-hmm. dependence. And that's usually in our children and making sure the household is kept. I mean, we have these idealisms of what society has projected us to be. Oh, yes. And so, right? And mm-hmm. so a lot of that is just internal who we are as human beings or creatures of being females. That maternal instinct. Even You don't have to be a mom to have a maternal instinct. You just have to take care of something to have a maternal plants. instinct. We got a lot of people to have plant babies these days with COVID. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you think about women, you think about maternal instincts, you think about emotional emotions. And we actually teach our children why it's important, the emotional aspect of no, especially when they're tantruming because they're mm-hmm. showing us an emotional reaction. And we actually have to deliver consequences or tell them why that's not right those type of things in order to get the wanted response that we want. So one is the boundaries that men Mm -hmm. have an interesting time and a a more simpler time of creating those boundaries because usually their emotions are not involved. Now, I don't want to stereotype men and women. You can, go ahead. (laughs) You can. But it is like, mm. right? Men are not taught to cry. They're told to be strong. Hold in your emotions. Don't reveal your emotions. You know, even using nonverbal cues or behaviors. They Mm -hmm. keep it inside. They learn this from a very young age. And they often learn by a parent mirroring these things. So when a father loses his mother, for example, and the son seizes his father's reaction, Mm -hmm. a lot of times when I, you know, talk to men and, and who come to me for depression because of that, they ball out in my office but their wives have never seen them cry. Their kids have never seen them cry because that's the provider and that's the pillar of faith or the pillar of strength, excuse me, in the family. Oh my gosh. We can can go real deep. But no, but you, you, I mean, that was such a good point because you, you know, men are taught to be strong, don't show emotions, but we're finding, especially with all of these things going on with social injustice, you know, people losing people because of COVID-19 and all of these things. um, It's okay to not be okay. And, you know, 
And that's why we have excellent providers like Dr. Don who can help help people through this process. Um, and so I, I understand what you're saying with that. So you're so because of those things, that's why it's men don't have the emotional connection. So it's easy for them to just say no. It's easy for them to make decisions. They even create boundaries within themselves. Oh, you know, they do. It becomes do. so routine for them that they don't even seek the emotional peace. They usually just think about it. So there's feelings mm. and there's emotions, right? So when I'm thinking, usually the thought doesn't make me feel a certain way. They just go straight to the behavior. So oh, it's like a vicious cycle. And they just skip that emotional part. Us as women, we tend to be a little bit more because of our roles, for example, how we were taught, how we were raised. That's why I love being a child psychiatrist, because we go all the way back to upbringing. And mm -hmm. it depends if mom was the emotional or dad was the emotional in the family. You know, we ask those type of questions to understand the personality of the person that's having a hard time grieving, for example, or saying no. So, Dr. Don, so mm -hmm. I am someone... I, I, I I've been told that I'm an overachiever, that, you know, that I'm always, you know, taking on things, taking on things. And people would say, how do you have time to do that? How do you? And honestly, I don't know. And honestly, I'm usually very busy. I've tied up all my time, even time I've blocked out to kind of protected time. I'm like, well, I can actually do this and I can do that. And even though I'm doing these things and it makes me feel good that I can please these people at the end of the day when I'm by myself, I'm mad. I'm upset with myself. Like, gosh, why did you do that? And then I start to resent the people that ask me these things. And it's not their fault that I said yes. So what's wrong? What did I do wrong? And how can I fix that so I don't feel that way? Because I don't want to be mad at someone for a reason that they have no idea what I'm mad about. And at the end of the day, because it's only affecting me. So how can I, what, what did I do wrong? And how can I fix that? First of all, you're very insightful, Nurse Alice, because it's we often think that we feel guilty and bad and shamed because of how we feel and the decisions we made versus mm -hmm. the person that approached us with the question in the first place, mm -hmm. right? So let me teach you how to say yes to saying no. And it involves one of the most important aspects, especially as a professional or a busy woman, time, money, mm -hmm. and sanity. Mm -hmm. Woo. TMS. <laughs> there you go. Okay, guys, take out your notepads. If you guys say it again for us, Dr. Don, because this is where it's gonna get juicy. This is your this is your actionable item. If you are That's someone right. who has problems with saying yes when you mean no and you want help, you want to change this, you don't want to resent people. Take notes, guys. Take notes. So go ahead, say it for us again, Dr. Don. Time, mm -hmm. money, money, insanity. Sanity. Listen, we have to protect these factors. Oftentimes when these go unprotected, that's when the guilt, the shame, the I don't want to do this, the let me partial response comes out, right? It's like we're not fully committed. Those when that's when that unravels and unveils itself. So time. And let me give you an example. Um, time could be you get a promotion. Your boss offers you a promotion at work and you know what promotion becomes hopefully more money. But it also becomes <laughs> right? love them coins. Right. you deserve it, right? Mm -hmm. yes. But maybe it's not the best time in your life, right? Because of more responsibilities. The mm -hmm. role increases. You have to do more travel. You have more employees that are mm -hmm. under you that you supervise, right? 
So we don't and think so, about those things, Dr. Don, because we're like, oh, the coins and that title and that office. Yes, right. I'm going to look good in my office, in my brand new car. But you're right. And that's All of those end. other things. The end mm-hmm. wants the money. It wants the brand new car. It wants the office in the corner. Yes. Right? It wants that Tesla. Ego. Right. And the ego is like, okay, this is real. It's happening. But here comes that super ego that makes you feel a certain way. The moralistic part is, can you really do all this stuff? <laughs> Knowing what's going on at home, you got a two-year-old at home, you got one high schooler that's not doing well or doing well. I mean, there's all these roles and it's just not the right timing. Exactly. Instead of saying no, because sometimes people feel that when if I say no, that means my boss thinks I I can't do it. I can't deliver. I'm not ready. We all Mm -hmm. radically assume that. Instead of saying that, saying, listen, I appreciate the offer. I am ready to achieve this. However, it's just bad timing for personal reasons. And that's it. Mm. Oftentimes, we think we have to give an understanding of what that personal reason is. No, no one deserves an explanation. And that's when we get into trouble. So I don't need to explain myself to anybody. I just need to say, you know what? It's not a good time for me. Exactly. And Nurse Mm. Alice, sometimes people who want you to do the job, because you are an overachiever, They'll try to figure out the personal reason, like a, a, an action response to the personal nosy. reason. Nosy. Just you nosy. You see what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> we need to be more respectful there. And especially nowadays, we know that there's so many things going on in the world. Could be a family member just died. You could have been diagnosed with cancer. It just could be a whole bunch of things. So guys, if you are on the other end of that and someone tells you no, you need to be respectful and mindful that. It really is none of your business for one. And then two, they may have things going on and may not be ready to tell you or want to tell you. So just fall back. She said what she said and that was no. I love Boom. it. You're exactly right. And if you do really want that pro- that promotion, say, how about in six months? How about in three oh. months? How about in a year? We have this conversation again. And I believe that I'll, you know, and that's it. You, you, don't, you don't have to say anything else. Just leave, leave it as brief as possible so there's no room for even someone else to come in and try to deal with that problem for you. You know, right. you just have to say this is what it is, like you're just saying. It so it, it avoids the guilt, the shame. You've already told them that you are fully and capable and ready to do it. It sets mm-hmm. up boundaries. And hopefully your boss respects that your personal life is more important than your job. I mean... Yes, 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 yes. But you know, I so there's actually, a boundary structure. Mm-hmm. No, I, boundaries. That's the word for the day, guys. That's boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. We, you know, we say the word, we'll say, we, we'll talk about it, but actually applying it. So you heard Dr. Don give you concrete examples of how you can have this conversation. Um, and we're using employer in this sense, but it could be with your boyfriend, your girlfriend, uh, a, a, a friend, you know, just one of your besties, like, no, I can't go this away this weekend. Not that we're going anywhere with COVID, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like getting you to do something that maybe you don't have the time to do, the energy to do. So um, being mindful and just protecting yourself is going to be uh, a key. Dr. How, about, how about the money situation? Yes. I get this, right? Can I borrow $10,000? Can I borrow $5,000? <laughs> you know, again, Mm-mm. you're successful. What's your credit score? TV. No. Oh, she has to have money. I mean, just the assumptions. And even if you do, there should be some boundaries there. So let's say someone asked to borrow some money, right? For example, I would just use, well, I usually don't lend out over $500 to family and friends. There you go. That's it. 
again, it's setting there my boundaries and let I'm not single them out because I already told them what my premise is. Oh, I just I don't like lend out money. So you can yes. say that any kind of way you want to. And you mm -hmm. noted the noted a value to that. Exactly. So this what I cherish, this is my money. And then the guilt and shame comes, do you have it? Are they going to pay me back? What are their previous behaviors of that? <laughs> Listen, what about the people who always borrow money and you you know they're not going to pay you back because they've never paid, they didn't pay you back the last time. Listen, Listen. a loan should, should automatically be redefined as a somewhat, something you can give away, but don't inter expect a return. That's true. They need to add that definition to, right. to Webster's dictionary. <laughs> But there's also the um, the issue of people get mad at you when you say no. Ooh. Well, that's the sanity part, right? And, yes. you know, one of my good friends told me, why don't you just tell people you don't have the capacity? And you know what? I got it. Yes, I don't have the emotional capacity. So I put emotional capacity because oftentimes family, friends, people I don't know may reach out to me all the time every day. Um, they may inbox me, DM me, and ask questions. Now, if it's a straightforward answer I can give, of course I'm here to help. I mean, I'm a psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. I do sublimation, which means it's a psychiatric word for it's um, it's a great thing, a deed that I do to help people in their problems. So it's my work. That's what I do. It's a part of my personality. But I don't always want to be Dr. Dawn. I just want to be Dawn. I know. You know, I know, at church, in social events. And so another way is, I don't practice psychiatry outside of my practice or my office mm -hmm. because my mind, my experience, and my voice are what makes my money. It's my mm -hmm. career. You can't ask a surgeon to look at, you know, your gut and see if you need an umbilical, you know, a hernia mm -hmm. removed. You have to come into the office or OBGYN, for example. Exactly. So a health provider is something. So even if you're not a mental health provider, you don't have to be. If you're just that person that's a caregiver, you're the person that people go to for their problems or their troubles. But it's hard to shut off. Just let them know, well, you know what? I would love to help you. But right now, I don't have the emotional capacity. So how about we talk about this on Saturday um, for 15 minutes at this time? Setting oh, those bounds long. And then you can start referring them to the person they need to be talking to or connecting with for longer terms. I'm smiling so hard because I'm like, that's exactly what I need to say. So I'm going to go back in the replay. I'm going to write it down. Dr. Don said, and that exact verbiage, like, yeah. and you know what? I, I'd like this. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing people's response. I don't have the emotional capacity. It's like, oh, but you know what? It's true, baby. I got to tell you, this is what it is. And this, I mean, not that I have to explain to you, but when I say it that way, yeah. you can't argue me down. Like you can't push your point. You can't push me any further. I've explained to you that I don't have the uh, emotional capacity and I've given you the, you know, I'm still offering to help, but at a later time when it's more convenient to me. And exactly. And you're not saying no, that nasty right. word. Not now. Right, right. Not now. Exactly. Not now. Oh my gosh. So the, we just went over the time, money and sanity. So those are three great things that can help us when we're when it comes to deciding and establishing boundaries and how we're going to handle that request um, and not necessarily jump into that yes mode um, and you know feel better and more confident with how to say no and even if it's not if it's not a true no maybe just not now I love it that's right and make sure that when you're saying yes to something that you have to commit to that you give yourself time. Ooh, you know, yes. oftentimes people may text me, and this is a good one, Nurse Alice. I'm, I'm sure you get this as well. Hey, um, 
can, can you call me? I just have, I just need 15 minutes. You have no idea what the topic is. What, what they're, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you have I no got idea. a couple of those text messages right now. If I really looked at my phone. Hey, got five minutes. I have a couple of them as well. What are you going to talk to me so, in five minutes? Like, really? That, that's just so unrealistic. And I know you're going to take up more time. No. Exactly. So that's one way. But the other way is that sometimes we, we, you know, like we're both giving people. I mean, I know you very well, Nurse Alice. You're such a, you have such a giving heart, caring spirit. When people recognize that, they don't, some people don't, they unintentionally manipulate that. If that makes sense. So like. They take advantage. Exactly. They take advantage of that spirit that you've been gifted. Yes. Because you can't learn that. That's a gift from God. That you have right. a giving, caring spirit, okay? Yep. And so when people start to recognize that, they may try to manipulate that in certain ways. And so what they'll do is that they'll corner you and they want to answer right then and there. And so mm-hmm. all you say, well, before I commit to this, let me think about it and I'll get back to you in a certain amount of time, days, weeks, whatever you need. And usually those people find someone else that they need right. so drastically or rapidly for a situation. You know what? I thank you for that. And I think I've used that one time, but it's good to hear the reminder because I've I've definitely said, you know what? Thank you so much for thinking about me. You know what? I don't have my calendar right now. I I, I know I have some things going on, but let me get back to you. Um, and I'll let you know if I can or can't do it. But thank you so much for asking me. I appreciate it. So, you know, it's a way to kind of wiggle out of that situation um without, you know, them pinning you up against the wall for an answer. And you're right. And if you can find someone else, you shouldn't have came over here to begin with. Bye. Um, I'm just saying that it is what it, it is what it is, guys. So um, this has been an excellent conversation on boundaries. Why do we say yes when we really mean no? We've had the fabulous, amazing, my super friend, Dr. Don, give us some great information, some practical tips. So guys and ladies, get on the, you know, rewind, 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 and go ahead and play it again. And re- actually, right, I'm taking notes here. Um, I know y'all see me, those of you watching the video. Um, I'm taking notes as to what Dr. Don said. Allow these tools to be, to help you in situations where you might say yes, but you really need to slow your roll because you haven't fully evaluated everything because it's not just about pleasing the person in front of you. You need to take care and please yourself first. Make sure that you have your own home and affairs in order before you extend yourself. Because we know what happens when we extend ourselves. Um, you know, other things start to fall apart. You'll get resentful. You'll get mad and cranky. And everyone's like, what's wrong with you? And it's really your fault. So um, this is where we need to look, take a good look at ourselves, um, how we're prioritizing and making our decisions. And um, guys, you've just had a great visit with Dr. Don free of charge. Oh my gosh. You know how much this is worth y'all. Matter of fact, go ahead and drop the cash. No, I'm just playing. I was going to say drop the cash app. Uh, <laughs> you should. Shit. What is your cash app? <laughs> we'll put it in the, we'll put it in the notes. If you, so if you guys are so obliged and would like to, I'm just saying, listen, I'm not going to block that blessing. Um, but it has been a pleasure guys. You know, I'm nurse Alice. We're always here to talk about health, wellness, love, and lifestyle, everything under the sun to keep you guys, um, living life well. Um, Again, with no co-pays, all the tea with no co-pays. Um, make sure you watch the video, share. It's on uh, youtube.com forward slash asknursealice. Um, subscribe and like the videos there. You can uh, also listen to this on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And Dr. Don, please tell our viewers where they can learn more about you, find out more about you, and actually perhaps even have a visit with you. 
Yes. So my private practice is ADHD Wellness Center. That's ADHDWellnessCenter.com. You can actually find, I'm, I'm licensed in six states, so I would love to see you for your ADHD needs. I'm also available for keynote speaking. I have books, a podcast from ADHD to Amazabilities on Pandora, iHeartRadio. You can find all that information at drdawnpsychmd.com. That's D-R-D-A-W-N. P is a Paul, S-Y-C-H-M-D dot com. And soon I'll have mental health letics, mental health letics. You can find that information on Dr. Dawn um, in the upcoming weeks as well. It's my new company that's particularly, especially for elite athletes and their emotional and mental wellness. Oh, I'm going to hang out with you. Thank you, Nurse Allen. You're welcome. Uh, love having you as well. Guys, this has been an amazing show. If you have any questions, uh, want a, a certain topic that you want to hear about, please make sure to um, slide into the DMs. Follow me on social media, Ask Nurse Alice. If you want to send an email, you can email info at Ask Nurse Alice. Otherwise, guys, this has been fabulous. Uh, make good choices. Be kind to one another. And until next time, live well, my friends. Yeah.